0: and rental cars, cars podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, you Cameron Bray, and his hard. co-host, it's Mr. It's top hard. Sportsman, Don Stay O'Neill. What's going on, Lieutenant Don?
1: Ho, oh, West Coast Cam, coming in here off of our huge uh, spring forward, right? Are you guys got daylight savings time out there on the West Coast? Or are you guys so far gone you can't even remember what that is?
0: I mean, a lot of people kind of think that they like to live on Mars in California. So, yeah.
1: so I mean, so,
0: I guess. But yes, we did change our clocks. That's you what change, you're asking.
1: Did you change your clocks? That's all I want to know. Did you? Because I'm wondering, you know, back here it's a big thing on social media. Everybody's talking about, uh, you know, trying to keep, certain parts of the midwest on full-time daylight savings like no no fallback and and you know what i'm just wondering right i'm just wondering what my grandparents would say about all that it's like you people are worried about the dumbest stuff in the world truly what does that hour do for anything i mean i'm listening so if somebody wants to if somebody wants to come up with three pros three cons hey hit me
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there i I don't understand any of that but you know i guess that's why i'm a dumb race car driver instead of a what would you even call that a scientist or an astronomer i I do hell i don't
1: know I have no idea. Why would you? Why do you worry about things that that don't matter? It's so you know. It's not so. That's why I said three pros, three cons. I'm a I'm a business person. So if you can show me that daylight savings time is a hindrance to production of making money, then okay, I'm probably going to listen to you. But. Folks, it's 2019. It's always been that way. We've done pretty good so far. Why are we changing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know,
0: man. But on a more uh, relative topic, since (laughs) we talk about motorsports business and rental car exploits and talk to cool people and all the other jazz that we like to do on this Racers and Rental Cars podcast, How's your new t-shirt treating you?
1: I wish that everybody, you know, we can get this whole live thing going here at some point. I know we will. But I, as I pan my camera down there for Whoa. you, big hey, guy, look at that. Yes, I am loving my Racers and Rental Cars podcast t-shirt. And I hope that uh, everybody that's listening will go over and spend the best 20 bucks that they could possibly do and pick up a t-shirt.
0: That was one my favorite email that we got the other day. Was direct quilt best twenty bucks I've ever spent. <laughs> or I spent. No, what was it? Best twenty bucks I spent this week.
1: Yeah, there you go. I mean, twenty bucks. Got one. Got one for me. Got one for the wife. Uh, we're gonna get with our artwork designers, and we'll start getting some dog, dog apparel done up pretty soon for all of those uh, dog lovers out there. That they start uh yeah, I'm a dog person, not a cat person, so I'm not real sure that I'm going to be uh, voting real high on the cat apparel, but if they tell me that it makes money, I'm in. Let's go.
0: Hey, takes money to make money, so we'll have to start selling California-grown catnip in or, Racers and Rental Cars version in order to make any money.
1: Oh, my God. California-grown catnip? <laughs> I don't know. I've never done a drug my life, I don't even know
0: what uh, that is, but...
1: Uh, I was getting ready to say, it sounds ex- exactly like something that would be out there on the West Coast. I mean, a- in me being I'm back sure. here in the Midwest, I should be allowed freedom to be able to say that that sounds like something from the West Coast.
0: Yeah, I can promise you, I'm sure that it's uh, that is probably marketed somewhere. Oh. Somebody's making money off of it.
1: Oh, for sure. Right. Hey, every everything is about it. Everything is about it. Well, hey, like like so here we are. Um, I don't know what it is for you. You're you got an off weekend this weekend. You're you're not uh you're not holding on to anything going fast, and and I'm patiently waiting to hold on to something to go fast. So, but uh, I am jet setting. Uh, I'm sorry, but going across the border to the lovely country of Canada, I am not sure that you can consider that jet setting.
0: Well, my kid's son's or my my kid's name is Jets, so I'm jet setting with him. So, I guess.
1: Uh, no, 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 my friend. I saw him dancing on the bar last night on Instagram video. He was shaking it up, drinking a hurricane.
0: Yeah, well, he's already there. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what the deal is. But, no, I'm really excited I get to go up to Canada and uh, do a little vacation uh, with my family. And, you know, what a lot of people don't know about uh, me is I was a huge snowboarder before I got suckered into this whole racing thing. And, uh, I was really close to pursuing, uh, that angle in life and moving away and moving to the mountains. And so I could snowboard every single day instead of three to four times a week. Um, but instead I I chose drag racing, but what's weird is I haven't snowboarded in like five years and I'm so excited (laughs) to go snowboarding this weekend and, uh, get back to a few things that, uh, that I love. So it's going to be pretty cool outside of racing
1: it's march
0: i know but it's canada so there's snow everywhere
1: so let me get this straight you're you're excited about getting on a plane and going somewhere where there's snow and it's the end of march spring spring's here spring is here
0: dude but here's the thing we live at the beach so yeah there's we're gonna go snowboarding it's the first time in like five years i'm going so don't 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 take me off my high horse here. I'm really excited.
1: Okay, so for all of our listeners out there, if anybody wants to send uh, their approval, comments, and support of me thinking that Cam is a complete and utter idiot for wanting to go snowboarding at the end of March, when he is a drag racer, please send all those comments along with subscribing, leaving us a rating, and a review at Racers and Rental Cars on iTunes and Voice America, please. Please help. I'm me. gonna do my I'm gonna do my absolute best to not break my ankle. So that will be the Instagram story that we'll all be waiting for over the weekend is Cam's wife in the back of the ambulance on the way to the hospital with Cam's leg in a boot. And then we can all say, Well, I guess Cam won't be racing at Houston, Vegas, or Charlotte. Yeah. No, I'm gonna take it easy. Right, so you're gonna go down the kitty slope?
0: Maybe. Or it was—it's going to be one of those. Uh, well, it seemed like a good
1: idea at the time. That was a famous Clint Eastwood, Heartbreak Ridge. When they tell us the
0: story of my life growing up, it seemed like a good idea at the time because I was always the one who jumped it first, uh, tried it first, wrote it first, and that usually ended up in the ER.
1: Oh my God! You know, I, I'm sorry. It's one of those things where. You go, really? You uh, you thought that was a good idea, and that they turned it into country songs. It's famous line in the movie. It seemed like the thing to do at the time.
0: Well, it's a good thing we have a country western singer on staff, so <laughs> he, he, <laughs> we can just have him do us up a little little racers and rental cars dedicated song wow. about all the dumb shit that we've done.
1: Well, I'm sure he could. I'm sure PJ could come up and I could I could write some memoirs about some dumb stuff I tried to tell I used to tell kids all the time in high school and colleges when I would recruit them and I'd be standing up there on stage and I'm like 10, 15 years older than them going okay look I have done all the dumb stuff and made all the dumb mistakes and all the wrong mistakes that you're that you're getting ready to so please pull out a piece of paper and a pencil at this time and take notes I am going to try to save you money and keep you out of trouble (laughs) Well,
0: now that we've babbled about nothing for the past, I don't know, seven minutes, something like that,
1: yeah, no, what no, do no, no, we really no. want
0: to talk about?
1: No, 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 no. Everybody that's listening has been shaking their head going, yeah, 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 all of them. What you're saying, hashtag true story? Hashtag fact. Oh, there we go, fact. Yeah. Hashtag true story, hashtag fact, both of those apply in this discussion.
0: All right. well, what are yeah, you just you just sprinkle a little of that all over everything according but, to according to Instagram
1: yeah yeah they got the new hashtag Don ism's going that's gonna be a new one I think we' I think we'll try to get that trending uh, there as well no what do I want to talk about well let you know last week we we talked about the Ra- team race pack right we, we announced the winners all those uh, great young racers out there self-promotion marketing themselves gonna make make great things happen in 2019 as part of Team Race Pack. And I guess you got like a couple emails or messages about certain aspects, if you will, of the process of how to be able to execute uh, for their marketing ventures and being able to self-promote. And so I figured we'll we'll go ahead and talk about that a little bit.
0: Yeah, like a lot of, I mean, not just this week or whatever, but I mean, like I kind of touched on it in that podcast episode that a lot of people hit me up, you know, via Facebook, email, whatever, ask me at the races, like, what do I do? How do I make a proposal? How do I, you know, what's good to put in a proposal? I mean, I know we've kind of talked about some of this stuff before, um, but we can kind of touch on some of the high points. Um, now I can't tell you everything that I do because then you would be doing it, but I'll give you a couple ideas. Um, I had a question actually this week that uh, just popped into my head right now. Um, I had a gentleman reach out to me and uh, he said he's a podcast listener and he asked, um, what programs do I use when it comes to creating a sponsorship proposal? Which is actually a pretty good question because you can do a lot of things. Now, I'll preface this with what not to do. (laughs) I would would not recommend making a high school or elementary school book report um, and putting it on a crumpled up piece of paper or handwritten type of thing and then mailing it to somebody because nine times out of 10, you're probably not going to get it uh, or get the deal or the person that you're sending it to is probably not going to receive it. So, um, but what I do recommend is some sort of email version that you can send to somebody Because remember we talked about before getting somebody's email is way more important than sending and flooding these marketing professionals, Facebooks, Instagrams, et cetera, with all the things that you think that you're going to do for them. Um, But what I, like I said, what I would recommend doing is doing a proposal quick to the point, get it in there. Don't make it 2,500 pages. This is not a college report that you have to have a minimum word count. <laughs> Honestly, probably the less is more when it comes to stuff like this. Just get the high points um, and something that may attract their eye. But you would want to do this in either Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop or something along those lines, even PowerPoint. Um, I, say, I say that because you're going to have to attach the file to your email. So when you attach the file to your email, you know, everybody usually has some sort of Acrobat reader or PowerPoint or something within their computer that they can read such things. Um, It's really bad sometimes when you open up an email and you're sending somebody a sponsorship proposal and the guy tries to go to open it and it, for some reason can't open it, whatever, like there's an error. Try to stay away from that. But um, something else, uh, when you're making your proposals and things like that, one thing I think we might have touched on this also, but let's uh, just a little reminder for everybody. I highly, highly, highly recommend not creating your file that you're attaching to your email any more than like mm, a couple megs. Like it's what happens is you'll crash. A lot of these these companies have servers, email servers that you know are you, be, being used for hundreds of people sometimes and you send somebody a, a file that's ten meg 17 yeah ten meg 17, 20 megs <laughs> it basically will crash the person's email and then they're gonna get frustrated and then they're not gonna run on a sponsor you at all. So there's a way that you can compress files. <laughs> I highly recommend looking into that. If for some ungodly reason you cannot figure out how to compress it, maybe you should a shorten it up a little bit. B, take out some of your photos that are high quality, which will make your file size um, smaller. C, like I said, compress the file. Or finally, send them a Dropbox link. So that way, when you send them the Dropbox link, it's not going to crash their email. It may crash their computer when they're trying to download it. (laughs) But at least it's not going to crash their computer.
1: Ah, that was a... uh... I, man, I don't know how much more I can add to that. I, a few things. I thought it Don's rant, wasn't it? it? It is. And I am a big proponent of that. So, yes. But also to back up, as you were talking about what programs, I think a lot of times people don't take the time to consider what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Because I think a program and the presentation factor. Is Also relevant for what you're trying to accomplish. If you're talking to uh, a Fortune 500 company, then you obviously want to make sure that your presentation or the program formats that you're using to send, whether they're Microsoft Word, always convert your Microsoft Word to an Adobe PDF file. That way, uh, your words can't be changed. You know, protect yourself.
0: Uh, it can't be changed, or you're not going to have all the little squiggly ooh, red lines underneath everything that you spelt wrong.
1: That's right. Make sure that you're using Grammarly. That will that'll be something I will give everybody a hint for. Uh, it's not it's not expensive. It's very fairly cheap. You can one time use it if you want. Uh, they even have a free version. Yep, there you go. I like Grammarly, but make sure that you're. Remember who your audience is. Uh, you know, I like Adobe. Uh, I do like PowerPoint. I like to convert PowerPoint over into PDF. Uh, if you start getting a lot of graphics backgrounds, backdrops, things of that nature, templates on the backside, um, then as can you said, AI Photoshop those those are good. But still, at the same time, make sure that you're not crashing somebody's computer. I love Dropbox because. It's on there, and then once you share it with them, uh, you can go back and forth as you move through your process. You know, if you think about positive aspects. You know, you might be talking about artwork or crew shirt designs or graphic designs. You can move back and forth inside that Dropbox link with the person that you're talking to.
0: So that's what's kind of cool. Like, Dropbox is kind of like your little – like, once you can get somebody in and accept your Dropbox – Folder, it's kind of like your inner portal with that person to where it's like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like email, but not, I mean, you're transferring files or whatever, but it's, it's your, like I said, your, your inner link with that person and like, you know, shirt designs, graphics, like there's a lot that goes back and forth when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, then you develop a relationship with this person, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a good thing. Another one that, um, that I'll say that I've used a lot, before in the past is also wetransfer.com it's essentially the same thing but if you do not want to create a Dropbox account and pay for I forget what it is it's not that much but
1: yeah it's not but it's, it's after it's after you get so much uh, space megabyte wow, space right. yeah
0: yeah so yes you can create it for free on Dropbox but like if you if you send in huge files and crashing people's computers you're probably going to have to pay some money <laughs> but um, there's also uh, wetransfer.com which is essentially you upload you upload your document or your files to it and it basically houses it on a server or something and then you send them the link hey check out my sponsorship proposal and, and you include the link so that way again you don't crash their computer they're happy they get the information etc it's just unfortunate that one unfortunately kind of takes a little bit of time to upload onto their their cloud or server or whatever they're using but it's a it's a good free tool as well.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm definitely a huge Dropbox user because I like when when someone responds or they upload something into it, you get a notification, hey, Julie uploaded X file or Steven made a correction to blah 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 and you and you and when you get done and respond they get the same notice it kind of speeds up the process of communication uh, and and sometimes that's a, a a huge benefit but but going back or jumping back a couple steps you know the whole presentation big proposal packages I I think those days uh, are uh, I think they're oh, she gone. I man, if they're if she's not gone, they're numbered because most individuals in the mo, in the marketing world they they are looking for the benefits of your property. Which, if most people haven't realized yet, when you're talking about a race team, that is your property, no different than uh, Bush Stadium or whatever they call it in St. Louis or Wrigley Field. Those are properties, and that's how they sell their space is based on being a property or the benefit of it. So they know what they're looking for. And most of them are very well-versed in motorsports and marketing from that aspect. So you don't have to spend a lot of time talking about, Hey, we're going to put your name over here. We're going to put your name over there. And Oh yeah, by the way, we're going to do all this and that, when really what it is is you should be coming up with the solution to their problem. And talking more about how you're going to impact that based on numbers and ROI, and that way, that's you're going to jump ahead a couple spots because you're you're truly not. If they come back to you and say, "Well, hey, we don't understand drag racing," well, hey, you've got a big mountain to climb to try to educate them on being able to get them in the sport.
0: Well, here's the other thing. I, I'll have ai have a couple of confessions. <laughs> you know, as As everybody knows, I work at Raceback, so I get inundated with things that we're talking about currently right now. (laughs) My email goes crazy. And I'll be the first one to tell you that I have kind of a confession. When some people send something out of the blue that I'm not expecting, I open up the email, and it says, oh, yeah, you know, sponsorship." I'm like, okay, here we go. And I literally do a scan, and I open it up, and I scroll through with my mouse. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, look for I look for any sort of bold word that I'm, that I'm thinking of or a keyword or something like that, and then I close it. Because if I haven't already kind of looked into it, talked to you about it, something, like I don't have time in my day to sit there and read a 20-page proposal that talks about how you're going to put a sticker on the side of the car, etc., um so let that be a word of advice like just do a little research before you before you put in the effort and and make this big old grandiose See, I I made that mistake a bunch when I was younger and like I would make these killer proposals that I thought were just awesome and glossy that was like when you used to mail stuff and I thought they were oh yeah I spent the extra money on the paper blah blah blah
1: did you have a binder machine did you make yeah. it, did you ever, did you ever get that little, <laughs> and then bind yep. it? You didn't oh, uh, yeah. uh I, I can spiral The
0: spirals, I didn't own one, but I had a friend that had one, so I, I used it all the time. But yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, or I used to go to Kinko's all the time and, and have them bind them. But, but yeah, so I spent all this money and time and effort, and then I never hear back from them at all, which is my own damn fault because- I never previously got in contact with them before I even sent all this crap to them. So they had no idea it was coming, blah, blah, blah. And so it probably got thrown away and didn't even ever get looked at because now being a marketing professional, somebody emails me, which is an easier link into somebody, and I, I look at, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if it's something I'm not expecting or whatever, sometimes, a lot of times it goes into my spam folder too. So um, it's just... you. You got to do the due diligence before you get started, and all of that to help with bridging that gap between you and the person that you're trying to to make all this happen. There's there's a lot more of that than than you realize, which is goes back to doing research on the company, going to PRI, SEMA, whatever other trade show, getting the names, getting the contacts, direct, you know, developing a rapport with these people, and then. You send the proposal. I can't tell you how many times I used to send a proposal to somebody, never heard back, and was like, "Oh, that's that's kind of crappy. They didn't even respond." Well, now you know, why. doing it, living it, now I know why. <laughs> because they get fifty of them a day, and and I will tell you too that I used to think when I was a kid, like, "Oh, I'm going to send this proposal next." My next email was, "Yes, we would love to sponsor you. Here's twenty thousand dollars." <laughs> like, but. As you grow older and you learn how all this works, it it doesn't work like that. You're you're probably nine times out of ten you're not going to get an email that says, "Hey, thanks for the proposal. I would love to give you, you know, fifteen hundred dollars a raise, blah blah blah, and you know all the things that you've stated in your twenty page proposal." That's probably not going to happen. And if and if it does happen, it's probably too good to be true. <laughs> it's one of those There's something hoax. wrong. It's one of those hoax. Yeah.
1: Well, well, you know, you you mentioned prep work, and I'm a big research person. You've got to do your homework, got to do your homework. And I will tell you that the first thing doing your homework is, how about you don't have an email address that says drop it like it hot at (laughs) hotmail.com. So, you know, I mean, Gmail accounts are free. I mean, they're completely free, right? Yeah, an iCloud account. And I, I mean, how about you have an email address that is is truly a representation of you? Now Don O'Neill is a pretty like it's drop it. his. I, I actually saw that come across one time and and just kind of yeah. laughed a little bit. But nonetheless, um, you know, there's a lot of Don O'Neills out there in the world. Um, but you know, when I was leaving the military, as I was, but there's on, only one Don O'Neill. Sorry. There's only one real Sarge Don O'Neill. How about that? <laughs> well, the real Sergeant Don O'Neill, please stand up. That's right. Eminem song playing in the background. Anyway, you know, make your make your email address Mr. Dot, Cameron Foray, at gmail.com. Make it Mr. Put a dot in there. You know what I mean? Just have some professionalism to it. So that you know,
0: I, I don't need sure Google helps you with that, don't they?
1: Yeah, but you know what? Google will give everybody their numbers. You know, um, Wiggly 367 at gmail.com. I have a
0: confession. I do have, like, I've had this email address since I was freaking like 14.
1: I'm and a movie I, star at hotmail.com.
0: Very funny. <laughs> very, very funny. No. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's the
1: <laughs> spam that uh, mug.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it had like my old racing number involved in it. And it's just a lot of things that I have linked to that now. And unfortunately throughout the years, but, but yes, like if you did like camera hotmail dot hotmail.com or Gmail or whatever, like, or Don O'Neill or Joe Smith, probably not
1: going to be able to get Joe Smith at gmail.com, but give it a shot. Come up with something that makes it professional, you know, and it uh, is once again it's it's about what you're doing and, and thinking about how you're presented it's all about the presentation and the research but i'm going to i'm going to let everyone in on two little things you should learn how to use leadferret.com for research and you also should learn how to use linkedin and whatever industry you are talking to that company that they reside in where so that way you can take whether it's beverage net uh, hotel hotel or association of hotels whatever the case is whatever industry it is and use that with lead ferret linkedin to to spark your research and if you're stumped go to google put the company's name in there or a product and then add the word marketing or motorsports and it will tell you what they've ever done you'll know whether or not they're verse in it whether they were in it huge and then left which will tell you that they probably had a leadership change or a sign of the times but your research 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 research
0: yeah i'll give you i'll give you a prime example of that um, i had an in with a ginormous Everybody knows this company, but I'm not going to say the name, but a ginormous cleaning products company that I'm sure every single one of you listening has it in your in your kitchen or whatever. Well, this, this company happens, their corporate office happens to be a stone's throw on the other side of the harbor from my house, and which probably tells you who I'm talking about for those of you that live around here.
1: Yeah, I live in um, California. The rest of us are yeah. Googling.
0: Yeah. Um, but so I had an in. I... Knew the vice president of this company, blah blah blah. Like this was a no brainer, like easy, no problem, totally makes sense for motorsports. So I do up this proposal, blah blah blah. said it. I was young, mind you. I this was back in you glossy paper days, and uh, <laughs> I do this whole proposal, and the guy gets back to me and says, literally like, thanks but no thanks, and I'm like, what in? The are you kidding me like this is ridiculous like I was shocked well come to find out it was my own damn fault come to find out they used to sponsor a motorsports team and in a very predominant not drag racing but other form of motorsport and their driver ended up passing away in the crash and they got some negative backlash when it came to that because they were tied to this person that was in a auto collision accident and they said they will never ever ever sponsor any sort of motorsports thing aside from you know a banner on the wall or whatever at the event they will never and which got me thinking i was like oh man like i never even thought of that like there there can be backlash if you ever get into an incident if you ever get injured or whatever like look at these people that try to sue the companies that are on the side of the car that you know the person like there's there's a lot of backlash that these companies are putting on the line when when uh when they do this and and sponsor and and market their products within motorsports it's not a bad thing but it's just something that people don't think about like even on the team race pack stuff when we do that there's a disclaimer in there that it's not our fault if something was to happen you know in layman's terms but you know hey like if you if you wreck your car like you can't really sue us and
1: say, "Hey, it didn't have anything to do with the data logger." Right? Exactly.
0: Well, a lot of people out there seem to think that data loggers make the car run, and you know, we're the first person that somebody blames if it doesn't work. But
1: oh, that's the tuner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, a lot of that. Think about that kind of stuff, guys. Like, do your research. Find out. You know, I made that mistake as a as a young marketing professional.
1: we all have i mean we all literally have uh you know i'll tell you one for me going way back one of the very first like really good money deals that i thought that we had or that i had was with a company i was actually overseas and was getting ready to come back and get back started in racing and made the deal before i went overseas and kind of had the time frame planned out we signed the deal, and at the time, I did not protect myself against buyout Ooh. or bankruptcy. The company got bought out. I don't do it. The new, the new leadership decided they were not interested. There was no legal binding terms in the contract, and I got kicked to the curb and was out a substantial amount of money. At that time, this is back in the mid '90s, uh, and it was painful. And I learned then. I was like, "Oh, that's not good. That's not good. Just not good." Something
0: else to think about when you when it comes to talking about things in your contract, if you're writing contracts and whatnot. There's a lot of people that like to poach other people's sponsorships, and I, for one, haven't really ever liked to go down that road because I don't think that's fair Um, but you have to be careful and try to protect yourself as best as you can some companies will actually allow you to if you write your contract out or whatever that states if they're in road racing drag racing whatever sport that you're in if they want to sponsor somebody else within that industry they have to go through you because if they do that that way it protects you I have an example. I, I might have used an example before. Well, um, when, I, when I was stepping up classes, I, I brought in a, a company, debuted it at an event, and Monday morning, that same company had like nine proposals in their inbox on Monday morning. And this was from predominant teams. That's the sad part.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And it was like, little did they know that I had a very, very tight knit relationship with this said company that they, they showed me and they showed me who sent the emails and they showed me who it was. And you people would be flabbergasted (laughs) at the proposals that they got from people. Now, mind you, they're trying to sell things better than I can or whatever. And I mean, I I get that part because they're a bigger reach and whatnot, but, Dude, I worked my ass off to get these deals, (laughs) and somebody just goes and shice it from you. Like, I don't like that. Now, if it's a different situation, if somebody like drops said driver or team for an undisclosed reason and goes with another team, that's another situation. But if you're literally actively seeking, like, one of the emails to this company was like, literally, I can do this better than Cameron fact and it was in the same that email was in the same class like that I was racing in and that team was like like never qualified like <laughs> just would race like three times a year like I'm just like wow like you people are unbelievable
1: oh uh, yeah you gotta gotta protect yourself you gotta protect yourself but yeah it it is it's um and I guess well, we're so we're at the end of March here. We're getting ready to come up. First quarter is in the bag. First quarter of the year is in the bag for for all intents and purposes. If you are a racer out there and you're dabbling or focused or, or looking at your you know, your future for motorsports, I can promise you this: if your second quarter is not stockpiled with doing research. And reaching out to people and starting those conversations, trade shows, p- planting seeds, starting to work on 2020, you better get busy. Because those of us that are in the grind, that are in the know, that are out there doing it, thats it, it's getting ready to be go time. But first, first quarter is in the bag. Yeah, we've only had a few races. Heck, I haven't even been on the racetrack yet. How about that? I mean, I can, I can admit that, but that doesn't See, stop. Season's half over. Uh, right, exactly. So, you know what I mean? But, but 2020 is, is right around the corner. I mean, it's business wise, it is literally right around the corner. So, uh, if you're, if you're in the game, let's get started, get, you know, do some research, let us know.
0: Um, yes. Companies, companies work on fiscal years which a lot of different companies have different fiscal years but keep that in mind when you're when you're trying to, to do sponsorships and they make their budgets a lot er- earlier or sometimes later depending on the company than you think so when you're doing your research see if you can find out like where their fiscal year ends and starts a lot of times they end and start in September or November um, you know that between September and November for the next year but so, in other words, you have to have your deal done essentially before September of the pre, you know, the previous year. So that way, that next year, it's already a done deal. Like you already have your, your contract and your money before you, you know, say 2020.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and and you and you have to do these things. I mean, this is man. I hate to say it, you know, a, a, a very good person coined the phrase, you know, "Don't mess with my hobby." The problem is this: This isn't a hobby. If you know, I, I know there's not a lot of people out there that that truly make their living uh, in motorsports. And so I guess when I say that, that doesn't mean that they make their living just driving the car, uh, driving a race car. But they make their living in the aspect of motorsports business, whether it's B two B or the marketing or working on strategy, doing consulting, helping people uh, improve their brands and their products. Across the country, so you got to get out there and and get after it, and and now's the time, and you know don't uh, don't sit back and think that you're not capable of doing it. Uh, We've said it before in other episodes. Sometimes you might have the end, you just might not have the resources to get the end completed. There's nothing wrong with reaching out and finding people that you know do your homework on that too, that you can trust, that you can get you know some financial out of. but definitely, uh, you do your research. Use the right programs. Uh, have pe- get trust somebody to review your stuff before you send it. Trust somebody. Find yourself somebody that, that you've got trust between. That's not going to go after your client. You're not going to go after theirs. And, and trust how many times
0: have you looked at my stuff done? A
1: lot. We we we, we bounce. I uh, that there is nothing wrong. I like bouncing ideas and going back and forth. Uh, because I think that's the only way that you can help people get better. Because uh, there's not a full fledged course out here in how to do this. It's you know you're not. I hate to say it. This is trial by fire. It really is. It's trial by fire. Lessons by fire. You're going to hear no more than you hear yes. But if we can start to shrink the numbers that it's taking for you to get to, then uh, I think we're we're doing something in the right direction.
0: Yep. Agreed
1: agreed well i think we've uh we've bothered everybody enough uh with our weekly podcast here on racers and rental cars um i know one thing without a shadow of a doubt i think uh i think every week you guys amaze me personally uh in how many of you are sharing this telling your friends continuing to download the social media, the aspects. I know this week we launched our deal. I think it was a little late or, you know, probably, probably should have talked about it, but we're going to do a free t-shirt for once one, one podcast a week. We're going to pick somebody off of ratings and reviews. So go subscribe, whether it's on voice America or iTunes, wherever you may get your, your download, your podcast, from for racers or rental cars and leave us a rating leave us a review it can be bad or good i don't care it will not matter one bit just beware that if you leave a bad one you better be prepared because you'll have some backlash <laughs> it's
0: dawn's rent coming in hot that'll be
1: our that'll be my new rant every week will be the be the podcast rant for the ratings and the reviews but we you know we just started our t-shirt you know our apparel store online uh, they're good stuff. I'm wearing them. My wife's got them. We're, you know, I know we've sold a lot. Cam's been telling me about it. We've seen them pop up online. So, if if you don't want to leave a radio review, fine. Go spend twenty bucks, pick up a shirt. We greatly appreciate it. Best twenty bucks you'll spend all week. I mean, heck, I mean, even even an eighteen pack of beer is going to be twenty bucks. And once you're done drinking it, you don't have anything left. So at least with a shirt or
0: you do this, you go buy the, you spend 40 bucks, you buy a t-shirt and the 18 pack, and then you have a drinking shirt. So every time you go drinking, you'd be wearing your racers and rental cars t-shirt. Then all your drunk ass buddies are going to say, Hey, that's a pretty cool shirt. Where'd you get that?
1: There you go. I like that. And then please make sure that you post up on social media, but don't do it while you're behind the wheel of a rental car.
0: Agreed. Make sure you're in the passenger seat. I mean,
1: <laughs> in the kidding. back seat
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean outside of it not <laughs> operating it at any moment in time hanging out in a big field or something with a bonfire and doing redneck stuff which is really uh, cool
1: that's my next viral ask my next viral ask for racers and rental cars is I want someone to wear a racers and rental cars t-shirt have a beer and be standing at the rental car counter and take a photo and send it to us Tag us. That's what I want to see. Please do. That would be awesome. All right, Cam. Well, I've had a hellacious week. I'm down. I'm done. I'm winded. I hope everybody has a great weekend, and I will see you next week. Peace!